This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Everybody hey. to episode five of the sober life experience. Roman, what's going on? Who do we have with us today? Hey, Brian, good to see you again. And today is another special day because we do have a special guest, Mr. Nathan Jones. What up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Nathan in the house. <laughs> Nathan, thank you for coming on. Thank you for joining us. My yes. pleasure. My pleasure. Yes, Making we appreciate time. It. Nathan is out here doing big things in the world. That's we right. feel super honored to uh, to have you on. So, Nathan, we, we usually start the podcast out with a few questions. Yes. We give the listeners a little bit of your background, and then we can really take it any direction we want to go. Sounds like yeah. So, Nathan, yes. Question number one: What is your vision? What is your passion? Well, I'm going to be getting uh, married next year, so I've got a, a vision of uh, there you go. Uh, a lot of money going out. Yeah, um, <laughs> I hear that. Uh, but we're going to have a beautiful uh, wedding over in Dana Point. Oh. Um, probably going to be relocating where we live. Yeah. Uh, we'll be going over to wow. the Maldives for the honeymoon. Nice. There we go. Um, so uh, I got a lot of big plans. Big nice. plans. So that's just uh, awesome. a little short-term uh, vision for right now. Cool. Yeah. Nathan, question number two. Mm-hmm. What do you love? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, to be honest? Yes. Yeah. What do I love? What do I have a passion for? Uh, I love my uh, my relationship with uh, my higher power. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's very essential. It's done some good things for me. That's, good, <laughs> yeah. that's how I can go to the Maldives. There you <laughs> <That's> go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, Nathan. Question number three. What is one book that has greatly impacted your life? Uh, I would say I can't um, put my finger on one book, but there is one author Brian knows who it is. Uh, Joel Goldsmith. I love Goldsmith. Not Joel Goldstein. Joel Goldsmith. He was a a mystic um, in the 1800s, early 1900s. He was a healer. And um, he's the one that helped me tap into my relationship with with this power after a head-on car collision I was in. Got me out of post-traumatic stress and has worked some wonders in my life. So that is someone I read um, pretty much on, on the daily. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Goldsmith's powerful. I love his book, Consciousness in Transition, The Infinite Way. There's so many. I mean, he's There's written 30 dozens. books. Yeah. I've read all of them uh, multiple times. <laughs> wow. His main book is uh, The Infinite Way. Um, I'd say if anyone's ever going to read Joel Goldsmith, don't start with The Infinite Way because it's very complicated. But mm-hmm. he's got 30 other books that are right. a little easier to kind of um, understand. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So Nathan, let's give the listeners a little bit about of your background. Can you maybe maybe tell us how old you are, where you're from, where you grew no. up, <laughs> or give us at least a decade. You don't need to tell us how old <laughs> you, you are. You could, give, you could give us a decade at least. Uh, I actually grew up here in, in, in San Diego. Okay, yeah. a native. Native, yes. I was actually born in Milwaukee. We came to San Francisco when I was um, six months old, and then 
moved to San Diego when I was eight. Okay. And then I'm older than that now. <laughs> there you older go. than you guys. And Nathan, how long have you been sober? Uh, see, that's going to give away my, my close to my age. <laughs> uh, actually, I just turned, I have 16 years of continuous sobriety as of uh, July the 5th. Hell wow. yeah. So what, 12 days ago? Yeah. Congrats. 14, two weeks ago. Two Congratulations. Weeks ago. Oh my barely God. Made it. That, that barely, is a long time, my friend. It is a long time. Yes, it is. <laughs> Can you curse? So Nathan, yes. you've yes, you've been fine. you've been instrumental in my sobriety. You've been there. You've we we've gone through, we've done step work, we've you've been there, you've helped me. Could you tell uh tell the listeners a little bit about where you come from and, and kind of how you got to where you are now? You're you're getting married. I know that you know your real estate business is doing well. You are constantly shooting up, showing up, helping dozens, if not hundreds, of people. Yeah, you're in good shape. I mean, things are going pretty well. But I I know part of your story, and I know it didn't start that way. So where where did you come from? What kind of hope could you instill for the listeners? And talking about uh what what it was like maybe, and then we can kind of get into what it's like now, a little bit of what happened and. See where the co- where the podcast goes. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say that um, I actually started off in good shape. Mm. You okay. Know, I come from a good background. I've come uh, educated uh, family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good earnings. Um, good community. And um, you know, then I got kind of got in the way. Um, and I did find uh, actually late in life, I, I did find um, drugs and alcohol. And I think you know, I don't personally have a problem with drugs and alcohol i think that uh, you know that works for some people and some mm-hmm. people it doesn't work right. and i'm one of those that it that it does not work for so i had a i had a nice little run i relate uh in my early 20s and um you know it just didn't really work for me it, right. it took mm-hmm. a big toll on me so i ended up getting into the program um you know but it's you know it's where i'm at today is is definitely i would say nowhere i've ever been right it's pretty amazing and that's due to you know me working the the, the 12 steps um so it's kind of hard to talk about that journey you know Mm -hmm. uh, i would say the you know i've already said what the big um big thing was was the joel goldsmith thing Mm -hmm. i was in a head-on car collision i died and i left and i came back and i kind of like came back as a different Person, kind of like wow. post traumatic stress. Wow, was off yeah. The war, and they're just like different. Was the alcohol and drugs related in the car accident? No, mm-hmm. I was I was sober. But wow. um, what that post traumatic stress did was forced me to actually do prayer and meditation. And the only thing I, could, I for some reason I kept reading that author in that book, and it was like the twelve steps. So that kind of taught me that spiritual aspect and mm-hmm. how to how to obtain that relationship that they they were talking about in the rooms I didn't understand. Right. And um so it was that is what, you know, is the the big was the big giant change. But for me it, it took a little bit of time. You know, right. it wasn't like instant. Um mm-hmm. and but the thing is is and I guess that's with anything. If you're working out you want six pack abs, yeah. you want to work out more than once, right? So So they say. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to keep those abs <laughs> yeah. and you gotta keep you know, eating working right out. and yeah. working out and doing your thing. Um, so I've found that, you know, living this way that uh, I'm pretty satisfied, you know, with, with myself and, and, and my life. So, Nathan, you've been sober 16 years. You, you've 
you've gone through this car accident, you've, you've practiced the principles. And I've heard you say that a lot to me is practicing the principles in all your affairs. You uh, are committed to this way of life. Could you go into detail with our listeners about what is this way of life and what is practicing the principles for you? I mean, what, what do you do when selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, or fear crops up? How do you, what's your morning routine? What are some practical things that we could talk about for you that uh, are working? Because, I, I mean, your life's working for the most part. Yeah, and I think a lot of our listeners, life isn't necessarily working. Mm-hmm. So any pointers, tips, experience that you can share to shed light on some of the answers you may have or you may have found. Hmm, that's a interesting question. I mean, I think the thing, I mean, there's, so I'm 16 years sober, uh, admitted that, you know, um, that, uh, I had problems with the drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, you kind of have to define who and what you are, because if you're not an, um, alcoholic addict or having those, those issues, I don't think you need to do what I do. You know, right. I have to work really hard, um, in my spiritual program and then that helps maintain, my life mm-hmm. um i do you know i my fiance um justin he's he's a normie so he he does not have problems with drugs and alcohol and he partakes every once in a while mm-hmm. right um so you know he and he says he's an agnostic right okay that's very interesting and um but i watch him and how he does his life and his you know his god is science right 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 and he trusts it he believes in it, he follows it, and he stands by it. And um, he practices his life spiritually, although he calls himself an agnostic, and he would probably deny everything I'm, I'm telling you. But I, from my yeah. experience, from me living my life, you know, traditionally, spiritually, trusting, relying on power greater than myself, that um, I found that... Um, that's given me direction. It's given me power. It's given me confidence. It's given me um, an abundance of things that I'm probably not e- even aware of. So, you know, my day starts off with the meditation. I, you know, it's so funny to me. I was talking to Brian the other day. You know, I don't, I don't understand. You know, you know, if you're having problems with drugs and alcohol, and then you're you've got your solution. I don't, you know, I don't get out of start my day unless I do prayer meditation because that's my protection so I, like you said right. I'm, in, I'm in real estate i'm in sales so i deal with you know people that don't want to talk to me i you know people that are angry with me um all kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. all day long dealing with negotiations so for me i have to get up and pray and, and to do my business i have to motivate myself right um no one's there doing it for me so i really start my day with permit for for my protection and mm-hmm. right. what I say deal with these motherfuckers you know deal with these people that are mean and angry or you know they're selling their house and they're upset or um, they're not getting what they want or you know I'm I'm yeah. just the guide through through this this path so I have to be strong dealing with all that stuff and you know on my own with with just you know what I know in my head you know I think I wouldn't be able to do it, but if I uh, I show up with with um, trust and power and faith and believe that it can happen, I think I'm a, I'm a better um, uh, I'm a better realtor. I'm a better salesperson. I'm a better manager at um, 
you know, what, what it is I'm doing. Right. So that's, so my, you know, my day starts off with this relationship, this grounding with this oneness of, of power. So mm-hmm. whether if it's real or not, I feel good. It's, you know? Yeah. So I need to show up confident. Yeah. So it seems I, like you yeah. do this in the morning and it really sets you up for having a successful day. Right. Yeah. For to, to be able to take on the world. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and these motherfuckers. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of them out there. And, yeah. uh, what I know about that is that takes a lot of discipline. It does, yes. Yeah. So yeah. if there's anything I got right in my life, <laughs> you know, the one thing is, you know, my my paramedic. But that goes back to because I had to because of you know um, unmanageability in my life. I wasn't yeah. able to figure it out, and then I right. had that post traumatic stress on me. So I was, you know, kind of forced. So I, you know, I luckily I had that. I mean, it was a horrible experience. Um, right. You know having that happen but it it forced me to do something um that i said i wanted to do that i wasn't doing but i had to do it because that was the only thing that kind of helped me feel okay um Mm -hmm. you know throughout my day and it actually ended up being one of the greatest gifts that i've ever had Mm -hmm. yeah yeah wow nathan what's it like you know operating from you know the place of neutrality operating with power how is that, you know, in and through you, you know, going through life? Like, you know, one of the things about Sober Life is we want to talk about and show people how cool it is to be sober, that it really is the easier, softer way, and that a lot of amazing events happen and can be created living a sober life. You know, one of the things I hear you talk about in the past is that, you know, lack of power was a, was a big dilemma that many of us have gone through and how are you operating with power in your life today? What does that look like? What do you do? What's going on there? Uh, I think Bruce Lee, <laughs> you know, um, Bruce Lee, I think Bruce Lee karate, you know, um, operating with, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, you, they have all these TV shows and they show like AA and they're all like in a circle and they're usually in a gym right? and they're talking about their problems. Yeah. It's like yeah. really dark. And, and sad, you know, and there is no solution. And that actually is not AA. That's Hollywood. Um, <laughs> Shout out Hollywood. Thank yeah. you for making that look so yeah. terrible. I know. You know <laughs> and that, that is the, the, not it. The greatest solution for so many of us who are suffering, you guys have turned it into the biggest joke. Yes. And however, you know, there are some meetings like that. But, you know, I'm here to say that that is not AA, sitting around in a circle in a gym, mm-hmm. talking about, about your problems. So... You know, what it's like to operate in power um, and neutrality and believing in yourself and liking yourself and um, loving yourself and others. You know, don't forget that. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's another hard that's, one. But, that's um, huge. It's, you know, it's like Bruce Lee. It's like you're, you're, the mar- you're the spiritual martial artist. You're the, you know, fourth, fifth dimensional martial artist. So, you know, one of the promises in the steps is that, you know, you'll be able to walk through anything, that you will be right. able to get up, that your posture um, will be that of uh, someone that that's confident. And um, mm-hmm. really, you know, that's what it is. When someone can be hating on you, um, disliking you or breaking up with you or uh you know telling you to get out or move out or whatever right. but you can still move through that you know in in a in a healthy way you can right get through it rather than pick up a drink or use or then you got to stick a needle in your arm because yeah. you know you need to check out you know there there is a way to to move through life 
and that's you know what that spiritual what they're trying to get in in right. the twelve steps is how to be like that. So Nathan, how do you deal with resentment? Um, what do you mean? So you're walking around, life's good. You just sold another deal on a house, and then somewhere, somewhere, somehow, somewhere along the lane, somewhere along the way, excuse me, someone pisses you off. Your fiance, or someone cuts you off in traffic, or maybe the the money didn't come the way that it was supposed to that you guys had agreed upon, and and you you end up with a resentment. How do you? What do you do to you know deal with that to get through it to get to the other side? Is there is there a process? Is there anything you you, you go through? Is it is it? I mean, wh- how do you handle it? Uh, one thing I, I tell a lot of people, you know, when they're upset or they're angry, because I got a lot of people that call me um, with their or problems, and I, I tell them, yeah, especially a lot of the, some of the women, but mostly the guys, you know, I tell them that they need, I, you know, I told this lady, hopefully, hopefully she doesn't listen to this, but I told her, you know, I told her, shut up. I said, you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. That's what you need to do. You need to shut up. Yeah. You know? And so and that's what I need to do. Like, so if I'm upset at my partner, or if I'm upset at someone at work, mm-hmm. or you know, because. I would love to regulate, you know, I'd love to, you know, smash them, you mm-hmm. know, and make them small and make me big. But, you know, in my experience, that does not work. Me no. arguing with people, yelling at people, um, you know, doing that, that type of behavior for me hasn't been, hasn't worked for me. So I, I, so when I have a resentment, I keep my mouth shut, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll take it to prayer meditation. Um, I will write, uh, if I, I'm mad for a while. I'll write some inventory on it. And a lot of times, you know, those people that upset me is actually, they're a gift to me. They're my teacher to mm-hmm. teach me how to, how to be better. So just because someone's being an ass doesn't mean anything. It just means that maybe they're having a bad day or right. if they're hating on me or disliking me or disagreeing with me. Maybe I could see something in a different direction. Right. But if I'm going on, I'm attacking you and that's what I want to do. So I've learned to keep my mouth shut for a little while and that that was probably the most difficult thing for me um or sometimes to say i don't know you know instead of acting like i know or you know and i can feel that anger when it comes up and it's like nope you know i'm i because i know that that doesn't work so i can be sane enough today right that you know squashing people it doesn't even when you do it successfully and you're in the right it still doesn't feel good Mm -hmm. right So you get to pause and take a moment and look at your experience of what works and what doesn't work, and then you make a decision on how to look at the options. Look at the options rather than the one. Right. I kind I gotta look at the. So instead of reacting, you respond. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a difference between that. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's 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 many ways to do something. You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be the one way of anger. Maybe there's another way. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that definitely yes? So, Nathan, if uh, someone's coming to you for help, they're having a hard time getting sober. Oh. What? Uh, what do you say? Send them like, to you. Go to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> go, to, go to Brian. <laughs> I could use. I don't want to hear what I have to say. Yeah. What, what? How do you? How do you inspire? Evoke? What? Like what? How do you support them? Like uh, mm. someone who's maybe relapsed a few times, or it really depends. A lot of times, yeah. it's no support. Um. Wouldn't that couldn't that be considered like tough love or or mean even? Oh yeah, they don't like that, you know. Because yeah. the thing is, is I, you know, I, 
you're only going to believe what what you come to believe in. Right. So, you know, I can give you all the answers, but if you're not ready for it, right. you're not going to accept it. So a lot of times they have to do something on their own before that they can, because then they'll think I'm doing it and I'm trying to trick them. Right. Yeah. Right. So usually I'll, I'll, if someone's suffering and struggling, normally I'll say, you know, hit up a meeting and then, then give me a call. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's how I'll do it. And they don't like that. You know, they want me to do whatever. They want you to hold it. their hand. Right. But yeah. I can't fit. That's, you know, I can't, you know, that, you know, that's, I can't fix, you know, the problem that's with it, but they can. So that's mm-hmm. what they don't see. So, right. you know, there's two people recently that one actually extreme problem. And we, we told that person to go to, um, skid row, you know, re- uh, recovery type place. Wow. And I actually told two people that so there's person a, I told to do that. And they actually had a nice place to live, and they did, they went and did that, you know. And today they have sixty days sober. There was person wow. B, same thing, worse situation though. No place to live, getting out of the hospital, you know, crying, begging for help. Told them to go do the same thing, and said, "Hey, another person just went and did that, and they're still sober." They didn't want to do that, and right. they're, they're not sober today. So the thing is, is it's try to redirect the people to some to have them do something that's going to help themselves, and then when they can do that one thing, then we can be there for them to take them to the next step. But it's it's you know it's sometimes it's baby steps. So that's sometimes it's, that's so true. Yeah. So but you know sometimes there are some people you need to save. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some people you need to call nine one one on. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know it really depends on on the the individual but you know if anyone is listening that you know is is needing help you know with some you know at least take that first step to do something that your head is telling you not to do and to just try that and see if if that works most of the time the head is saying don't fucking do that right and that's what you should do exactly and that first step in my experience is getting getting people to take that first step is really empowering them and then once they step into that power, that's when we can support. Yeah, yeah. For, for the most most yeah. part, we'll be there. You know, and the thing is, is we'll be there a hundred hundred percent. But you've got to do something for yourself first, and then once you do that, then then we can show up and show you the the next step. And we'll right. always be there for you because we're, right. we're we're in this to to win. But mm-hmm. you know, and you've got to learn to live life different. If it's not working, then you got to do something different. So don't argue with us. We're yeah. and we're not going to tell you something. We're not going to tell you to take the needle, stick it back in your arm, or take another drink. Right. You know, we're just saying go to an hour meeting and then right. give you a call. So it's yeah. So you know, try that out. Find people that that can you know that where their lives are working, where they are happy. You know, and and they're talking about um, positive. Good. You know, talk to those people and take their advice if if you want to change. Yeah. One one thing that I wanted to talk about with you in particular, especially on this subject, is. One thing I think is a common problem um, through really the entire community that suffers from addiction and alcoholism, and one of the major roadblocks for people getting sober, and that that is fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would love to to get your take on how to handle fear, how to redirect fear, and how fear has showed up in your life. I'm very familiar with with fear, panic, anxiety, <laughs> worry, um, you know, and 
if if you are having that in your life, you know, I, I think it's good to have some people that, that you can talk to where their lives are working. I mm-hmm. think that's if you can't seem to 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 grasp it and get out of it, you've got to get one person that is. Um, because I can say being on the other side of fear that it's not real, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um none of that is a reality. We we are not small. Um, we are not weak and we're not dumb. Um, you know, the, the sky is not falling. Um, you know, and if you talk to anyone that, that has anything, you know, they've walked through that. So the thing is you have to be willing to walk through it and trust that you're going to come out on the other side, but that's, it's very difficult to, um, and that's why we give those people those baby steps, go to the meeting and then call me. Mm-hmm. Right, because that's there's the fear. So we give them step by step by step on something as so that they can walk through their fear, and then we can show up and say, "See, it wasn't that bad." You know, right. see, you're doing something different, and now it's working. So, um, a, a lot of uh, the fear is just walking, be willing to to walk through it. You mm-hmm. know, and I think it, you know, depends on where you're at. But it, it, I still have fear today. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm willing to walk through it. You know, I'm willing to, to, to face it you know yeah yeah i think one of the big ahas or the keys to it is you know um i think i've read in a book somewhere that one of the reasons many of us have fear is is because self-reliance ends up failing us and uh we're turned inward and we're relying upon ourselves to handle life when based upon evidence especially for addicts and alcoholics we've not been successful at managing and controlling and fixing our lives and you know yeah. one of the one of the realizations that at least I've had in this aspect is uh you know getting to the bottom of it, the root cause a lot of times is that um well, I'm scared of being alone, and if I'm alone, I'm gonna be in pain, and if I'm in pain long enough, I'm gonna use and drink, and if I'm gonna use and drink, i'm gonna die and if i and if I'm gonna die, there's this fear that like there's no god there's there's no one to catch me on the other side, mm-hmm. hence why i why I always stay reliant on myself. Mm-hmm. And one thing that, you know, I've gotten to the bottom of, at least in with your help, is is making that decision to turn my will and my life over to the to God so that he can handle this type of stuff for me. And, and that fear ends up being transformed a lot of times into faith, doing exactly like you said, like taking the action anyways, being scared, but going for it anyways, yeah. you know, showing up and just going for it anyways. And really feeling some of the support and the reliance from the people around you, but also starting to have faith that, hey, there is a power out here that is doing something for us that we can't always do for ourselves. Yeah, because fear is is not real. Fear is not a reality. because it, Well, it could be a reality if that's what you choose. You know, mm-hmm. So where, right. do you, where are you choosing? Because there's... So fear know, resides in your, in your head. If you let it. Right. But it's not it's not a reality. Mm-hmm. You know, show me fear. You know, where where is it? Yeah. <laughs> show it to like me that. scientifically. Show it to me mathematically. It's it's not a reality, but you can show power. Yeah. You know, you can show substance. You know, you can show um just look at look at the sun. It comes up every it's infinitely powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why not tap and in, tap into that and stop buying the story of that we're small, it's not going to work. Blah blah, blah you know, all that. You know that that's <laughs> yeah. a nice little story. Yeah. But let's let's shoot Shit, for this dude. this other story, which is that you can you can and it's true that you can be what 
whatever you want to be. But the thing is, is I mean, it's just common sense. You just have to take the steps to, to get there, which yeah. is, and if you talk to anyone that's successful, addict, non-addict, you know, whatever, sober, if they're successful, they walk through a bunch of crap. Yeah. So you have to be willing to to walk through this stuff and to realize, you know what, it, that wasn't actually real. And then mm-hmm. as you as you do that little by little, and as you grow, you know, you can seek higher heights in, in your life. But it right. takes, you know, it takes, it's baby steps, you know, right. it's, it's baby steps. I'm having some realizations right now, just listening to you guys about Dropping this. knowledge. Dropping yeah. knowledge. Seriously. Wow. Yeah. Very Seriously. Real. Mm-hmm. It ain't real. But, it, you know, it's easy to say that when you're on the other side. <laughs> right. Because in the moment, that it, it shit seems, seems like so it's real. real. Yeah. Right. So I, I had a lot of friends that I would call, and they would remind me. I would actually call. I remember back in the day, I would call people and say, remind me who I am. You know, I would call the people that liked me, and I would say, you know, <laughs> remind me, because I can't remember right now. Yeah. You know? And But today... After years, I can I can I can remember right now, and then I take that, and then I I multiply that for myself, you know, throughout my thinking, throughout my day, and my meditation, and yeah. um, so I operate in this this power today. You know, I show up, you know, as as the confidence that that I've come to believe that I am, yes, and I have proved that 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 is so operating like this. So it's yeah. it's 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 a lot better to kind of love and like yourself and to have fun so you know i think you guys like to talk about fun i mean the life that you get to have when you feel like that is pretty it and i'm not going to say like your life is perfect or you don't get upset or you don't make right. mistakes but is it's a lot more fun than hating yourself and being yes. living in the, in the dark <sighs> yeah well that's big that's definitely yeah. big yeah uh one thing that i know and i've heard over and over again is the opposite of fear is faith so and it, what it sounds like is through your rigorous program that you've been able to work over the last sixteen years is you've been able to operate from a place of faith, including in times where fear pops up. I've been able to. I, I've yes. I've yeah. But it's more than you know. Faith. You've got to be willing to do those things that you want to do. So set aside what what you think you know. Right. Um, and then you've got to do the practices. You've got to mm-hmm. do the daily because you know I talk to people all the time or. You know, I I see things today or listen to things today, and I'm like, oh my god, that's what I tell people, (laughs) and that's just information that that I've had and helping that comes through me, and it's 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 you know healthy, effective information. But I didn't, you know, I didn't get that in college. You know, I didn't get that in in high school, and Mm. my dad and my mother did not teach me that. But what Mm. I did, you know, is through prayer meditation, I've actually been given a lot of information that that's been very helpful to myself and others. And as we've you know gone on this journey, it's it's proven to be um, accurate and right and healthy, healthy and useful. And a lot of it's just it's just yeah. common sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to have faith. You you have to practice daily and start tapping into you know because what is power you know power is everything you know right it's the you're tapping infinite intelligence you're tapping into ability you're tapping into all possibilities so you're gonna yes. you have to be willing to have this relationship with that power that's gonna and it does give that to you because right. where did all this information come from from all these people anyway right yeah and it's not just something that you get it's something that you get to work. Right, and it comes, I think, little by little by little. 
Mm-hmm. But if you keep doing it, then it comes in large amounts. Right. Yeah. I mean, the proof is sitting here with us. Yeah. You know, in, in yeah. describing, you know, what your vision is for your future. Mm-hmm. Well, and being in, you know, in what maintains it, being in service to others. Yes. You know, helping others. Because if you have, if you're, you know, it's kind of like if you're given this gift, then you've got responsibility. So you've got to... I you know we do groups that, yeah. that we help people and I find that when I do that more information comes in for me right. um and and that's how it keeps circulating so you have to get it but don't just keep it for yourself you know right. give it to others and then you get more but keep doing it that's the problem everyone stops right right don't stop you don't gotta, stop do not stop doing gotta, it don't stop get it get it keep going keep there going you, go. you know well, Nathan, on that note, I want to uh, thank you for being on with us today. Uh, I yes. feel like we've covered a lot of ground. That was good. Yeah. This was have, very insightful. Interesting. And have been able to, uh, you know, you'll never know who, will, how many people will get to touch. And yeah. that's why we're here. Yeah. yeah. Spread the, whole, the message. You know, the, whole, the whole mission is to, to help those, everyone, anyone, anyone that needs help and is willing <laughs> to put in some work. That that's what we're here to do. It's cool. change the conversation, and we appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, any, thanks for having. Any me. last nuggets for us, Nathan? No, just uh, you know the you know the power is inside all of us. So tap into it. You know, use it wisely, and you know, it, and keep growing in that, and don't stop, and uh, your life will change. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Uh, Mic drop. Yeah. Bam. Thank you guys for ding, listening. Ding, ding. We appreciate this. This has been another episode of Sober Life Audio Experience. <laughs> <laughs>